Hello everyone, I'm Renee Foles and welcome to the September 11 edition of WorkComp Academy California Weekly News Update. The top story this week involves some intrigue, suspense, and even anger over secret behind-door negotiations in Sacramento. News of negotiations between organized labor and several large employers surfaced this week. Concerned special interest groups immediately went into action, meeting with legislators to explain their views on rumored proposals. These escalating and intense lobbying efforts quickly ended all negotiations and brought everyone to a standstill. However, a 40-page confidential document is circulating around the internet reflecting some of what was on the table in these secret meetings. The employers were asking for cost-cutting reductions in many benefit areas in exchange for their agreement to increase permanent disability benefits to injured workers. Meanwhile, during these secret negotiations, the DWC circulated a list of their proposed regulatory changes that are expected to reduce claim costs. DWC regulations do not need approval of the legislature. It therefore seems likely that we will soon see some changes by way of new DWC regulations. Some of the items on their list included regulations to improve medical lien reporting and to monitor costs. These will be ready for review, they claim, next week. The medical treatment utilization schedule will soon add a low back guideline to replace or supplement the ACOM chapter. The DWC proposes electronic billing for physicians. This will arrive in September and will allow claims administrators to perform better bill review. Regulations for the creation of a pharmacy network will also be posted, they claim, by October. New UR regulations will be proposed to streamline and reduce costs for utilization review this winter. And finally, the DWC proposes changes to be made to the Ambulatory Surgical Center fee schedule and changes to the OMFS to eliminate the spinal hardware pass-through. Now, all of these reform activities seems to be triggered by dismal economic news, and we had some of that this week. According to an A&M Best report, carrier profits fell 62% in 2008. This reversed strong underwriting profits in 2005 and 2006. Profit erosion is expected to continue well until 2010. Carriers continue to report soft pricing due to competition, rising unemployment, and shrinking payrolls. In California, carriers were reported to have passed the 100 loss ratio mark. Loss ratio is the difference between the amount taken in from premiums and what is paid out for claims. According to an August summary, the average combined loss and expense ratio is now 112. This loss ratio was 70 back in 2006 and 93 in 2007. The dangerous number of 100 has not been breached since before the 2004 reforms. A new study from the California Workers' Compensation Institute shows that both the average number of prescriptions and the average prescription drug payment per claim are on the rise. The CWCI blames the use of brand name drugs and highly addictive Schedule II opiate pain medications for the rise. However, there was some good news. Payments for repackaged drugs declined by 90% from 2005 levels. This decline was due to 2007 changes in the pharmaceutical regulations stopping repackaged drug abuse. 
Work comp costs are also soaring for self-insured employers. The CWCI reported that the number of workers' comp claims for self-insured private sector employers rose for the first time since 1991. Year-end paid losses in 2008 claims increased more than 12%. Losses are now 20% higher than the post-reform low of 2005. The biggest increase was medical payments, which jumped over 16%. Let's turn now to some news from our courts. Some physicians lost their battle against the state fund this week. The California Orthopedic Institute Medical Associates filed a class action against the state fund. They had hoped to invalidate the MPN agreement between the fund and Blue Cross, claiming that they violated antitrust and unfair competition law. The Superior Court and Court of Appeal disagreed. The unpublished decision concluded that state funds agreement with Blue Cross is expressly exempt from California antitrust and unfair competition laws. The court noted that the exemption is based upon the legislative intent to promote various types of contracts between public or private payers of health care coverage. The Court of Appeal confirmed in another case that an insurance broker must pay $5.8 million in damages to an uninsured employer. This employer opened a Rhino Linings dealership to install spray-on linings in pickup trucks. The employer asked Robin Thaw, an insurance agent who specialized in providing coverage for these dealers, to obtain whatever insurance was needed to operate the business. The package she delivered did not include a work comp policy. Three years later, an employee was severely injured in a fire and obtained an $11 million judgment against the uninsured employer who then sued the agent for malpractice. The agent claimed in court that the employer declined to buy workers' comp insurance but could not show any documentation or notes in her file to corroborate this conversation. The court sided with the employer who said there was no such conversation and entered a $5.8 million malpractice judgment against her brokerage. The judgment was affirmed this week by the Court of Appeal in a published opinion. There's some interesting news from the world of sports. The Cincinnati Bengals are suing 31 former players who filed workers' compensation claims against their team here in California. These athletes played very few games here, yet the California WCAB has liberal jurisdiction rules and will accept cases based upon minimal contacts within our state. One of the players, former defensive lineman Renard Wilson, won his California claim. He has been paid more than $58,000 by the Bengals. The team said he played just two games for them in California back in 1997. The Bengals filed a lawsuit in Cincinnati arguing that the players' contracts stipulate that workers' comp claims may be pursued only in Ohio. A judge in Cincinnati ruled in favor of the Bengals and has issued an order to stop any further payments to Wilson. The next hearing on this case is scheduled for October 15. Now, some comp cheats are facing the music on Facebook. Claims investigators are increasingly scouring popular social networking websites such as, such as Facebook and MySpace to help fend off bogus claims. 
Howard Schneider, a private investigator in Thousand Oaks, got lucky investigating his case of a Los Angeles area warehouse worker who had a back injury claim. Schneider found the claimant's Facebook site and learned about his participation in bowling tournaments. An investigator visiting the bowling alley found a large banner congratulating the claimant for rolling a perfect game. The investigator video recorded the banner and the claimant competing in a tournament. That's all the news for this week. Here's what's coming up next week. Next Wednesday, September 16, the Association of Workers' Compensation Professionals will hold a monthly luncheon in Rancho Cordova. The topic is Hot Topics in UR and it will be presented by Alan Randall, MD. On Friday, September 18th, I will speak on psychiatric claims at the Association of Hearing Representatives of California luncheon in Orange County. And on Sunday, September 20th, the California Applicants Attorney Association hosts a Texas Hold'em kickoff for their annual golf tournament at the Valencia Country Club. Information about these and other events can be found on our website by clicking the Work Comp Calendar tab on the top of our homepage. That's all the news for this week. Please check our website for daily updates and for past editions of our news. You can subscribe to our news podcast using your iPhone or iPod by searching for WorkComp Academy in the iTunes Store. Thanks for joining us, and I hope to see you again next week.